Hey everyone, and welcome to another installment of the Pure Nintendo Koopa Cast. Uh, I'm Trev, and uh, don't have our usual trio uh, with us today, even though we are talking about a trio of games, <laughs> uh, the Kirby uh, Dreamland uh, trilogy, but uh, Justin's not with us. He's probably busy working on uh, the message from the editor for the new issue of Pure Nintendo Magazine, which is so close to being completed. So, uh, Hopefully you'll be checking that out uh, soon. Uh, but Gemma's with me, as always. Welcome, Gemma. Thank you, Trev. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And uh, I should be giving you an extra big welcome because it's actually uh, pretty early uh, where you are. It's <laughs> mid-afternoon, my time, but it's pretty early. Uh, yeah, nice and early, bright and early. <laughs> it's all good. Are you uh, bright, bright-tailed, bushy-eyed, something like oh, that? I say that backwards? Of. No. I'm not sure, actually. It's too I early. <laughs> I'm not usually a morning person, but it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, you it. know, I'm not. That's why I'm not on the podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. It's hard, but it's good. <laughs> I, I owe you one, though. I owe you one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, as I mentioned, we're talking Kirby today. Um, yeah, we went from Mario to Kirby, and then we'll be jumping to Pokemon. Um, we're we're kind of doing all sorts of stuff to end uh, 2022. But uh, for Kirby, it's it's timely because it's been 30 years uh, mm. for the Pink Puffball, his 30th anniversary. It's amazing. Time flies. Um, we were talking a little bit before, Gemma, but um, I was curious when you got into to Kirby, because I actually didn't get into Kirby until probably 13 years ago or so uh, when I downloaded Kirby's Adventure on the, the Wii Virtual Console. So uh, ever since then, it's been... I've been catching up, but I wasn't around for, <laughs> I mean, I was around, but I wasn't playing Kirby back in the nineties. Yeah. How about you? I was the same, actually. I I somehow missed out on the Kirby, <laughs> the phenomenon that is Kirby. Um, and I think the, the thing that I remember discovering Kirby with was actually Smash Brothers. Uh, oh, the, yeah. the, was it Super Smash Brothers, the Wii version mm-hmm. was the one that we were playing a lot of and Kirby quickly became one of my favorite fighters just because of his float floating ability. <laughs> I uh, tend to fall off the sides a lot. I'm not very good at Smash Brothers. Oh, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> it's a lot of fun and I love the collection of characters, but I'm not very good. Um, and I tried all the characters. I tried my usual because, you know, Mario is my thing and Zelda. But it um, didn't work out for me. But Kirby, he's my go-to in Smash Brothers. So that kind of inspired me to try out the Kirby franchise and just like you realized I've been missing out like he's such a versatile character (laughs) and he's been around yeah like you said 30 years so 1992 was his debut um and I mean I think one of these three games that we're going to talk about today didn't even come out in Australia for the Super Nintendo at the time yeah so that's one reason why I missed it (laughs) I couldn't even (laughs) get it here um, well, that's a fair reason. That's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yeah, definitely I've gone back like you. It might have been Kirby's Adventure even. I, I can't remember which one, but that one, I definitely played a VC game. Was there one also on the DS or 3DS? Because I might have played one. And I thought it was a Game Boy game as well. Yeah, Kirby's been around, I tell you. There's been a lot of, well, there's the mainline games, but there's been a lot of spinoffs too mm. that are kind of. Uh, you know, interesting. They have a lot of unique mechanics, and hopefully, we'll be talking about them in the in the months ahead. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's so unique. I versatile, mean, versatile, like you said. I mean, 
Yeah. All I sorts feel like of games. he's a little like Mario in a way, just because of that versatility. Like Mario's got, you know, Mario Party, Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Kirby's done, I think it's like 30 or more games in his 30 years, right? It's like it's a huge amount. Yeah, I feel like there's always a cur- I mean, even back here in the in the early days of the Game Boy, there was besides the main games, there was pinball and there were mm. block breaker Kirby and puzzle Kirby and you know, all sorts of uh, on the Game Boy Color they had the tilt Kirby with uh, like mm. early motion controls. So just mm. super yeah, cool. He, he's been around, but um it's it's funny you mentioned discovering him in, in Smash because of course, you know, we associate uh, with Smash Brothers. Uh, Sakurai is the director of those games, mm, mm-hmm. but the original Kirby's Dream Land was his debut game, and really of course, cool. yeah, he went on to make more Kirby games throughout the '90s. Um, you know, even at the turn of the millennium, and of course, in more recent times, he's known for for the Smash games. But I have a feeling the Kirby fans were probably nicer to him than than the Smash fans are. <laughs> <laughs> Taking some grief from Smash fans. Oh yeah, yeah. Has he? He's finished up with the franchise, hasn't he? Did they say that the last one was his last one? Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, I can't. I can't blame him. I mean, mm, it's a tough. Nintendo <laughs> fans are kind of. I think we're generally good, but certain. I don't know. Certain franchises bring out the, the worst of us. I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know? But not yeah. Kirby, because Kirby's just so so lovable and mm-hmm. and playful, and um, he just makes you smile. I mean. That's what I think of. Except in North America, they always kind of make him frown on the covers. I don't know. They make him look oh, tough. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's so strange because he is so cute. Um, the games just kind of reek of cuteness. They're just adorable. Like I was playing, <clears throat> excuse me, the third one. I mean, obviously we're going to go through them in order, but I was playing that this week on the um, on the Switch uh, online. Um, nice. And just going back and seeing how adorable it is. It's just, <laughs> it's, you can't, like you said, you can't help but smile. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'll melt even the most jaded of hearts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good poll, wouldn't it? I think. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. Something to do with, you know, cause it's coming up to the holiday season. Is there, is there anything, you know, if there's a Scrooge out there or someone who's like bar humbug about the holidays, you know, could, could even, Kirby just melt that heart of yours and <laughs> I don't know, I get you to that. I'm probably I'm probably the pure Nintendo Scrooge and, and he's melting my heart. <laughs> well there you go. <laughs> what's um yeah, what's interesting looking at this this early game, um, you know, on the Game Boy, it's modest, obviously, but mm-hmm. you know, even though the Kirby framework was there, a lot of the the things we take for granted now, like like copy abilities or uh, you know, animal allies like the other Dreamlight games had uh they're not in this it's pretty much Mm. kind of a kind of a straight platformer um and even kirby himself like you look at the the cover on the game boy box i I seem to remember when i was a kid looking at him being like is this like a ghost is he like like boo from mario is this like a supernatural (laughs) game and it's really not but (laughs) yeah that's true uh, kirby was not the pink puffball back then he was the the pale puffball i guess (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how they didn't have the copy ability because I think that came, was it in the second game? Not yeah. the second of the trilogy that we're talking about, but the second Kirby game, I believe. Yeah. Is when... on the, uh, NES. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's really interesting. And going back to that one relatively recently also, and just having forgotten that he actually once didn't have copy abilities. <laughs> it's so strange. It's like, yeah. yeah, Kirby without copy, it's just not Kirby. But I guess everyone starts somewhere. And I guess it's like Mario again. You know, if you look at the original Mario Brothers, you couldn't go backwards on the screen, for example. You couldn't um, pick up enemies. Oh, sorry, not pick up enemies. You couldn't. Um, there was just a lot of things that yeah. felt different <laughs> to that very early Mario. So, you know, Kirby's evolved. That's a good point. I remember trying in Mario to get like, get the free life and then go back and go down the pipe yeah. and it was so tight you I could <laughs> do it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I think it definitely set up this the stage for what Kirby has, you know, gone on to become. Um in terms of the platforming at least. Like it's you know solid platforming. And like you said, it's a simple not simple, but it's a short game, isn't it? This one, the first yeah. one. Yeah. Mm. It's um, you know, probably and I've played it a few times, probably I'd say half an hour, maybe even less, to be mm. honest, because, I mean, Kirby games aren't really known for, you know, for challenge, at least not, you know, the main game, like the first time through. Mm-hmm. And I think without copy abilities, there's less of that experimentation. So that cuts down on time, too, because <laughs> like later games, you know, you you kind of want to suck up everything just to try every combination and yeah, exactly. what you like. Um so it's short. I don't know if that's, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is that a, a neutral thing? Because um, mm-hmm. obviously when I played it, and, and, and you too, we played it later, you know, mm-hmm. via emulation, you know, virtual console. And they were, like this game still is on 3DS if you have your Nintendo account linked uh, for a mm-hmm. few months. And I think it's like $4. And for that price, you know, I have no problem with a half hour link. But I was trying to think if I was a kid, Mm. buying this in 92 would i have been ticked off that (laughs) what do you think yeah that's a good question it does seem short by comparison to other games i'm trying to think how long mario's game boy adventure was it definitely was longer than half an hour but it was and even his his nes debut isn't a super long game you could finish it pretty quickly if you're skilled enough but um Yeah, (laughs) not that I ever did at the time. Um, And I think, you know, there's still some challenge there. Like later, you know, there are a lot of enemies that come at you eventually and the boss boss fights aren't too difficult, I guess, but they're challenging enough, especially if you are, like if you said, if you're a kid, you may die and have to come back because there was no save state with this one, right? No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So that might have added some longevity. Um, And I think that was a bit more common in the early nineties anyway, to yeah. not have a safe state or at least, at least in the eighties, I guess. Um, I know. Well, even, I mean, we talked about it in the Mario, uh, mm. Cooper guess even Mario three didn't have a battery True. save until yeah. the SNES <laughs> version. Yeah. Which was su- um, super annoying. <laughs> yeah. That was, <laughs> cause that was game. a longer game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I'd probably say it's more of a, you'd think it'd be more of a con, but it, I don't think it detracts from the game's, value like you said it's four dollars so i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't be worried about paying four dollars to play a half hour game especially because yeah. it does um you can obviously play it again over time you can come back and do it again but then there's also the unlockable harder mode right yeah after you beat it you well you unlock a, a music player i think and in, mm-hmm. in the hard mode and i actually um because i reviewed this game i think when it came out on 3ds and i pulled this quote 
I think I reviewed it when I was on 3DS, or maybe oh, I just cool. did a retro review. I can't remember. But <laughs> yeah, I said, for those who might be thinking that all Kirby games are light on challenge, I suggest giving this, uh, the unlockable harder mode, a whirl. The enemies are far more numerous, and they inflict much more damage. Um, it's kind of, it's almost odd in a way, because <laughs> I'd, I'd gotten so accustomed to Kirby, you know, with a gentler challenge. Yeah, yeah. And now when it's, you know, almost like, like pulling a Mega Man here, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that gives it replay value if you're into that sort of thing yeah true true did you ever finish that hard mode i did not i just didn't have the <laughs> i just didn't have the desire there's certain yeah. games where I, I i will try to like get better and but i don't know kirby just you know it's like yeah it's just i don't associate it with challenge so i don't mm. desire it like <laughs> yeah fair enough you know like i think about it like like early like games for like game boy nes like i can love Mega Man, i can love kirby and they're in the opposite end of like the challenge spectrum but <laughs> i like them both and i just I, I don't care about the i don't know it's weird yeah well i guess if that's what kirby's known for and meant to be then that's fair enough yeah. and maybe that's why i mean do they have have he, has he ever done that in other games had a harder mode unlockable um i think in the um oh, i'm trying to think was it star star allies that was the the oh, last yeah. one mm -hmm. before the new one i think that had updates maybe that made right. it hard but i have it actually uh, <laughs> interesting it, so i don't know so it seems like it's not a common thing for him and maybe yeah, that's just part like, of um, being the like first epic game. yarn on the 3ds had devilish mode but that was <laughs> You know that was part of the the port. It wasn't in the original game, so mm -hmm. right. yeah. I just think Kirby people don't expect that. It's more about you know bright colors and happy mm. music and experimenting <laughs> and exploring and you know and, and that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's definitely. good to have games on all all ends of the challenge spectrum. Yeah, I totally agree. I think yeah. Kirby has a definitely has a place <laughs> for that. <laughs> and I mean it worked because up until up until a few days ago when we found out Nintendo's sale numbers, uh the original Dreamland was the best seller in the franchise at over yeah. five million games. Yep. Forgotten That's Land just passed it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually one of the top ten selling Game Boy games. Oh, is that right? Wow, that's yeah. wild. I think it comes in at number nine. It's, only, be, yeah. it's only beaten by the likes of Pokemon, Mario, one and oh, two, yeah. Mario, Mario Land, beat everything I bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tetris, of course, and Doc and Doctor Mario. Oh and then, yeah, Doctor oh, Mario, really? Yeah, that got a, just oh. just a little bit more. Got a five point three, whereas uh, Kirby was oh. about five point one. So we'll, we'll have to tell Justin when he uh, joins us next time. Yeah, yeah. He loves, he loves <laughs> Doctor Mario. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's all Pokemon, Mario, and Kirby. So that's pretty cool. And Tetris. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. That's a fun so Way to go. Uh, the original game, It's it set the template and uh, it was a big mm. seller. And yeah, kudos to Kirby. He was, he was a hit right out of the gate. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there's a few more Mario comparisons. I don't know if it's just me, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, being a platformer is one. But some of their characters, like you said, he looked he looks himself looked a bit like Boo. But there were some other ghostly characters in that first game that looked a bit like Boo. And I was like, are they 
are they meant to be boo? And those little guys walking around, they really look like shy guys to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it really is weird. I'm like, because there's really nothing like, um, you know, spooky or, or anything about, about Kirby. So mm. it, it's weird how some of the enemies kind of make you think that. Like they're playing with our expectations, but I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy developers at Hal Laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> Where do they get the inspiration from? That's what I want to know. <laughs> but another, I actually just thought of this when you said it, another Mario comparison. Um, as we jump to the second game, you think of the original, like uh, Mario Land on the Game Boy. That was a short mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. But then the sequel, uh, Six Golden Coins, was a much bigger game. Mm-hmm. And the same is true um, with the second entry for Kirby on the Game Boy. Uh, which came out in 95 that's three years later and i was thinking about it i kind of i don't know if i thought this back in the day because i wasn't as aware of kirby but it seems odd that it came out on the game boy and not yeah. like the nintendo because they had already had home console experience with kirby's adventure which mm. followed the original uh, dreamland game so um yeah i wonder why it didn't land on the snes that's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't have an answer. If, if anyone listening has an answer, uh, <laughs> feel free to uh, email us or comment in the usual places. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. And the difference between Mario Land 1 and 2 was, was also three years, but that was three years ahead. So Mario 2 was coming out at the same time as Kirby oh, 1, Dreamland yeah. 1. So, that's yeah, it's true. interesting because 1995, by this point, we were definitely well into, yeah, Kirby's established uh, console, you know, ness as well. <laughs> um, yeah. The Game Boy was really, I mean, looking long in the tooth at that point. I know yeah. po- Pokemon would come out and then kind of give it a second wind. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, let's be frank. The Game Boy was dated in 1989 when it came out. Yeah. So by 95, it was positively archaic. And yet mm. it's getting a great game like this. Um, yeah. You know? I wonder if it was because... The first one, I mean, because it's the second of a of a series, you know, as opposed to all the other Kirby games, this is Dreamland Two. Maybe they just wanted to bring it out on the same platform that the first one came out. Maybe they thought that's where the fans would be more likely to play it because they had played the first one. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah, it is interesting. But um, a heck of a bigger game. I mean, um, just the first area in in Dreamland Two, the Grassland, that whole area. And that's only the first area. It's bigger than the entirety of the last game. Yeah. <laughs> so it shows yeah. you what a what a jump in in content. Um, mm. It is, and obviously the big addition for Dreamland Two are the animal allies, which of course would continue in in the third one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick the hamster, uh, Kine the fish, if I'm saying that right, or Keen Kine, and Koo <laughs> like the kind. owl. Um. Kind of remind me in a way of of the Oracle games on Game Boy where Link had his, mm. his animal allies. Yeah, definitely. I don't know yeah. if that was a Game Boy thing or, or what. but <laughs> I don't know, but it was a good idea and I loved it. I mean, you know, we were saying earlier how cute these games are. When you find Rick the hamster, and I mean, I don't know how you couldn't smile at that. It's like <laughs> this cute, cute yeah. little hamster. Um that, fun. Yeah, and they're all fun, and they're all different. Obviously, one's on land, one's in the water, and yeah. one's flying. So there's 
varied environments to suit those um, those animal companions, <laughs> which yeah. is good. Each the power up you get reacts mm-hmm. differently with each mm. or, or copy ability, I should say, not power up, but each copy ability you get reacts differently depending on what animal you have. So there's a lot of that experimentation mm. that that the first game didn't have, which is really clever. I think that goes back to the very first thing we said, which is that Kirby is so versatile. I mean, especially someone who can copy abilities, it's almost limitless what Kirby can can be or do. (laughs) Um, And having different abilities with different uh, companions, that makes it even more diverse. So I think it's it's an awesome idea. I love that idea. Yeah. It actually kind of makes me think of what I mentioned earlier, like how, I could like like Mega Man and Kirby, even though they're on the opposite ends of the challenge mm. spectrum. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of both have that same mechanic where they they take abilities from others and mm. adopt them as their own powers. I, n- I never thought about that till just now, actually. <laughs> True. But so is that the common thread? That, that must be that... what draws me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Versatility. You'll have to you'll think about that every time you play now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I wanna I want a Kirby Mega Man crossover. Yeah, now that would um, be something. I don't know how that would work, but <laughs> who's your well, favorite? That's my, of it? that's my new dream. Yeah, let's make that happen. Start a Kickstarter. <laughs> <What's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just have to get the rights from Nintendo and uh, Capcom. Yeah, so otherwise sure we'll have to create our own and we'll have to call it like Kirby instead of Kirby or something. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get a mighty number nine instead of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting off work. track here. That's all right. Um, well, which is your favorite of those three animal friends? <laughs> you know, I think it's got to be Koo, um, mm-hmm. which might seem redundant because Kirby obviously can float. Mm. And, and so Koo's flying isn't maybe that unique, but I feel like some of the, the copy abilities just work better with Koo, like in terms of um, like range on the screen. Like I feel like I can do more. Uh, not that the enemies are terribly threatening, but. I just feel like maybe he moves a little quicker. Mm. Yeah. Just says a little more, but they're all good. I mean, I like, that's really the the thing I like in Kirby is kind of playing around with the different powers and finding favorites. And obviously with the animals, it's like the powers are all, you know, multiplied. So, but yeah, I think I got to go with Koo. (laughs) Cool. Koo. (laughs) Yeah, no, he is good. And I think, yeah, like you said, Kirby can fly, obviously. I don't know if we mentioned that already, but that's another power he has, and that's a really handy thing. Well, that's why I liked him in Smash. Although in Smash, he only has limited flight time. <laughs> I wish he could ah. stay up a bit more. <laughs> he doesn't float as long as he does in the games. Um, I suppose that could be like kind of trollish. You could just kind of hover yeah, above the field. I know. Field I would totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the flying is different with the owl, and it's, yeah, it, it makes it, somewhat easier because you're kind of just steering right you're not hovering you're not kind of like yeah i feel like floating, it, I guess. It, mm. it gives it more more range of flight mm. yeah bobbing along yeah and i like the look of the fish i like the the underwater sections um but um, i think the hamster is my favorite just for sheer cuteness uh, okay. <laughs> he just looks like he's smiling and i just love him <laughs> uh, i wasn't thinking about it i should have thrown a pull up to see which uh, uh yeah which readers yeah. preferred because mm. um, i did that when we did the zelda games with the animal mm-hmm. allies i can't remember who won but 
Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think back as well. Um, yeah. No, I can't remember either. Anyway, um, <laughs> one of the, uh, not a fun fact, one of the sad facts I, I discovered when I was kind of looking over uh, info about these games for our recording is that at one time there was a Game Boy Color a deluxe version, sort of like like Link's Awakening planned mm-hmm. uh, for Kirby Dreamland Two, and that got canned. And that's a bummer because I mean the game already looks pretty pretty great by Game Boy standards. I imagine how much better it would have looked in color. Mm. Do you know what happened with that one? I don't know, but we would have been able to see Kirby as as pink on, <laughs> on the Game Boy. Yeah, um, I don't know. That would have been super cool. Uh, it's one of those things we can, we can regret or, or miss. <laughs> yeah. I guess there was a, um, what was the thing on the Super Nintendo that would make Game Boy games show up better? Oh uh, yeah, um, there was that, uh, I don't remember what it was called. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have one, but I was aware of it. Super Game Boy, I think. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Yep. And I guess, mm. um, this game had some Super Game Boy enhancements like, um, like borders or, or frames or whatever, but mm-hmm. In any case, um, yeah, whether you played it on the Game Boy or Super Game Boy or uh, Virtual Console, I think it's it's one of my favorite Game Boy games. I think certainly one of the more uh, ambitious ones in terms of kind of offering like console length content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, considering it, comparing it to the first one, like we said earlier, it's just, yeah, worlds apart really, isn't it? There's so much more depth to it. Even the ending, is this the one where... You fight King DDD, whose name I don't know how to say properly, and then he kind of turns into someone else. <laughs> yeah, was it a what dark dark matter? <laughs> yeah, and and then this is maybe the first time Kirby's wielded a sword. I think is it, um, <laughs> or has he done uh, it before? <laughs> no, he had an adventure on that. Oh, well, yeah. did he actually? Now, now I'm wondering. <laughs> I've played so many of these Kirby games lately; they're kind of blurring together. Yeah, <laughs> not in a bad way, mind you. I mean, that's mm-hmm. they're consistently good, but um, true. Yeah, I think he had a sword in the NES game, and uh, I think it was Dark Matter in in Dreamland too. No, actually, Dark Matter. I think you had to collect all those drops. To, uh, to it was like an optional game. ending sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. those were hard to get too. <clears throat> I, I never <throat> did get them all because some of them you needed like specific. You need like a specific animal copy combination at like that exact moment to like yeah. access it. And then if you didn't have that, you'd have to like start over or just skip it. Mm-hmm. And I I never had the discipline to. Yeah. And that is one of the it. tricky Although, things. Yeah. Sorry. You know, okay. On virtual console, I guess it'd be easy enough to create a restore point and just. True. Huh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I will try that in the cheating way. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay because it's, it's an older game now. So you're allowed yeah. to do that. I think. <laughs> yeah, I've already cheated it once, so now I yeah. can, now I can mess around. <laughs> yeah, and I love um, that when he does wield the sword, he you know because like I said, there's a few Mario comparisons, but this this is obviously a a Link comparison. You know when he's got the sword, and even in some yeah. games when he wears that little Link hat. <laughs> yeah. So it's part of his uh, copy ability, I guess. But um, that's true. Yeah, I think that made the wasn't that the cover on the Wii. Uh, Return to Dreamland. I think he had the the link hat. Yeah. Yeah. I I think he's really cute with that little hat on. It makes me think again to the holiday season and I just want to see him with a little Santa hat or something (laughs) to melt those 
Scrooge like hearts. <laughs> what well, what would his ability be with a, a Santa hat? Ooh, I don't know. Presents or something to do with uh, Christmas lights or something. Kill, maybe, kill them yeah. with kindness. <laughs> <laughs> or he could maybe eat a cookie and then shoot a million cookies back at people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all sorts of a. We'll add that to our. That'll be a stretch goal in our yeah. crossover. <laughs> Yes, that would be unlock this goal to get Kirby uh, to shoot cookies. <laughs> there's probably a, a game in there as yeah, definitely. There's like a, a an offshoot game in there as well, Kirby Cookie Shooter or something. <laughs> well, they did have Yoshi Cookie on the. Uh, they did, yeah. So <laughs> true, yeah. Oh man, oh Kirby, Kirby Dreamland too. Both both games great on the Game Boy, but um, obviously. They paved the way for the biggest Kirby Dreamland get yet, and that was the third entry on the SNES, which came out in late '97. My goodness, mm-hmm. and that was in North America. I don't even think you got it, like you were saying, Gemma, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. It uh, didn't come out on the Super Nintendo here, so <laughs> yeah, crazy. which is a bit of a sad thing. You know what's funny? Um, this wasn't the first Kirby game to launch late. On a system, obviously, uh, Kirby's Adventure mm-hmm. on the NES came out in '93, uh, which was, you know, well into the life of the Super Nintendo. And, mm, um, you know, the Kirby games that followed, a lot of them came out really. Crystal Shards on the '64 came out late. Um, you know, the Wii got got a, the Kirby Collection very late. Mm-hmm. Um, even on 3DS, the last Nintendo published game was Extra Epic Yarn. So. I don't know what yeah. it is. Kirby's often late to the party. <laughs> yeah, what does that say about our little friend? <laughs> no, it doesn't Maybe. always impact. I mean, it doesn't impact critical reception necessarily, mm-hmm. but I that's think true. It can hurt sales because a lot of people, you know, some people move on to to a new console or system, and and they don't want to go back. Um, mm. You know, others will hang on to them, but yeah, I don't know. I think it hurt Kirby's Dreamland three though because. It's sort of the, I, I think it's underrated. It's kind of the black sheep of the, of the Kirby games because most people mention Superstar, which was mm. out a year before on Super Nintendo. But they're not really, I mean, they're both Kirby games, but they're not really comparable because Superstar is more like a like a mini game compilation, mm-hmm. where Dreamland Three is is a continuation of the Game Boy games. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, it probably has a lot to do with the timing, I suppose. Yeah, which is a shame because, yeah, like I said, this is a bigger, you know, more ambitious version of the previous two entries. Um, obviously, it's on a console for the first time. Um, the col- You know, it's colourful and, yeah, it's. Uh, I wonder if that's why they didn't release it in Australia as well, just because it was so late in yeah, the console's I, life. I wonder if... if- if the games had been flipped, if Dreamland 3 came out like in 96 and then uh, Superstar came out the following year, I wonder if the people would look back at this more fondly mm. just because they have more uh, nostalgia for it. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't play it till the Wii U, I think, mm-hmm. um, release. And I, and I loved it even then. I thought it had, it's got such a unique kind of visual style compared mm. to most Super Nintendo games. Yeah. Like it almost it, has like a, I don't even, I don't know art terminology, so I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it. But 
It you know, like me. when Skyward Sword it mm-hmm. kind of has that like almost watercolor kind of mm-hmm. look. Like I feel like Kirby's Dream Land 3 kind of had that. Yeah, it definitely does. It's sort of a little washed out, a little watercolory. And it reminds me a little bit of the Yoshi's Island series for its light tones, I suppose, and colors. I know that's more of a uh, what's that? That's more not scribbles, but it's like a cut, like a kid's. Oh, I, no, I can see what cut. you mean, though. But you know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah, it's got that sort of vibe to it in yeah. a good way. Yeah, definitely makes me think of that, which is interesting. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a beautiful <laughs> game. I think it it's aged well. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the, sixteen uh, bit games have aged pretty well compared to. Mm like say like 64 games but yeah definitely agree with that yeah it still stands up today and yeah true for many many titles in that <laughs> that era um yeah and i was just going to say what was i <laughs> i lost my train of thought then sorry <laughs> no no worries um one of my favorite things from my dreamland 3 is is we get gooey which mm. is the uh most lovable chunk of of dark matter <laughs> ever um He's kind of your buddy during the adventure. And what's awesome, and I feel it doesn't get talked about enough, is this had this had co-op. Um, mm. Superstar had co-op to an extent too, but uh, this was a full full adventure where you could play cooperatively, um, which I've done with, with my wife a couple of times. And it's a lot of fun, um, you know, just having, not that the game's hard, but it's just fun having somebody to accompany yeah. you on the adventure and, exactly with his long tongue (laughs) yeah Um, and he was very helpful uh, even as a cpu character actually (laughs) um i bet your kids would like if you haven't already tried i bet they'd have fun playing co-op this we haven't actually tried that but that's a really good point uh because i like i said i was playing it recently anyway but just by myself um and yeah gooey was very helpful (laughs) just hanging around and being cute for for dark matter um but having two players and i think it's you know because mario has even four players now but back in 97 mario was very much it was a two-player game but you play one player then two players right yeah alternating yeah exactly so this was kind of a new concept for a platformer having two at once which is pretty cool and probably something that's overlooked as well it really it really was i mean because i think back to like multiplayer in like the 90s for 16-bit consoles and it was mm-hmm. if they had multiplayer um well first of all you need like a multi-tap because the systems only had two controllers but mm. um depending on how many you have but any multiplayer is really competitive like mm-hmm. your sport games or something like that mm. um there really wasn't a lot of cooperative play um you know i could probably count the number of co-op games on, on one hand yeah, that's Just true. Memory, so yeah. I like that because I always have more fun. I like competitive games too, mind you, but I tend to have better memories and more fun playing cooperatively. Yeah, I'm the same, definitely. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I'm fine with having a, a you know Mario Kart race or a battle. Uh, like I said, I'm not very good at Smash Brothers, but it's fun. But yeah, there's <laughs> something about working together in a in a platformer or or other genre to to find a secret or to beat a boss or whatever you're doing yeah i think it's i don't know it's it's a bonding experience isn't it yeah it is Mm. 
<laughs> and of course, um, Gooey lives on. Um, and I really, I really should check it out. But when Star Allies had, you know, Star Allies kind of, kind of launched a little bare bones, but they've had, you know, updates like a lot of the Switch games had, and uh, Gooey's available. So that's so cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Get back to us on that one, because I, uh, I don't know either. We'll probably be talking about it in the future, but True. yeah, I gotta, I gotta get some more, some more Kirby games. Get the ones I've missed. Yeah, well, that's you know, like, like we said earlier, there's over thirty, so there's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> what percentage do you think you have covered? <laughs> um, oh boy, maybe for the mainline games. Mm. Let's see. I probably got the 70, 75% maybe. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Not not too bad, but I'm hoping to take advantage. Um, I don't know in Australia how it is, but we have uh, Black Friday coming up here. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm hoping to take advantage. Maybe they have like buy one, get one or uh, even 30% off, which doesn't maybe sound like a lot, but for, for first party games, you know, that mm. usually don't go it on is. sale. It's definitely not bad. <clears throat> yeah exactly yeah, it's a like huge in the neck of the woods we do yeah it's become a thing over here as well probably not quite as um uh, intense <laughs> as what it is over there but that, yeah, <laughs> yeah for us it's probably more online sales so uh, yeah. yeah there's a couple of days where you can get stuff uh discounted online there's not so much the lining up the stores to get the discounts mm. yeah that we see yeah, in you're better off that way yeah, I'm much happier buying, especially games and stuff like that. I'm just fine with online. So, yeah, it's less uh, less intense. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, so yeah, back to back to Dreamland Three. Um, you know, obviously the Animal Allies from Two are back, and they also added another trio. You got a bird, you got a cat, and you got this jelly blob, which I think is an octopus. <laughs> Yeah, or, or a squid. I, I was never, I, I was never totally of, sure, but I think it's not. <laughs> I w- I had thought squid, but it could easily be an octopus, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I think I had to look it up because I'm like, what is? Because it doesn't really have long, like like tentacles or arms. Mm. Like they're kind of just, I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Oh, it's still yes, cute. <laughs> they are all very cute. <laughs> yeah, just so many, so many options with the copy abilities like uh I can't, it's just so much fun experimenting to see like what each one does some like look cool but maybe aren't terribly helpful and then other ones are like <laughs> overpowered and you're like oh, yeah i never want to give this up but at the same time you do because you want to see what's next so. mm-hmm. yeah for me i think an example of one that looks cool but isn't necessarily helpful is the rock one i don't know what oh, you call yeah. it I'm just like, you just turn into a rock and you just sit there. <laughs> um, I mean, you can smash down and stuff like that, but you, the enemies walk past you, I guess, which is handy. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it looks, kind of yeah, it looks cool, but it's not my favorite. So. <laughs> it does, but it's yeah. very amusing the first time you try it, though. It's just <laughs> like, oh, look, I'm a rock. <laughs> a little bit of eye candy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And exactly. A good looking game. I mean, they really managed to tap the power of. The old SNES by 97. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wonder if that's Kirby's place. I know we, we were talking about this earlier about him being uh, late on consoles' lives, and I wonder if that will happen with the Switch as well. Like we, we're yeah. talking about a Switch replacement 
soonish, and there's a Kirby game next year. Could it be a sign of the times? <laughs> yeah, I feel like, and I'd have to look it up, but I feel like almost every system has gotten a late Kirby game, except for maybe the GameCube, because I think the GameCube only got Kirby Air Ride. Right. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think I think Dreamland was actually planned for the GameCube and then got put into hiatus until it came out on the Wii and uh, okay. Mm. And then soon on the on the Switch in Deluxe. Yeah, so, which is exciting. Definitely. Lots of lots of Kirby games in the pipeline, but um you know, we mentioned before with the the first two Dreamland games um, if you don't have a Game Boy and don't feel like, you know, looking on eBay for a copy, <laughs> um, if you have your 3DS linked to your Nintendo account, mm-hmm. um, you can still, if you add funds from the Switch, they'll still show up, uh, you know, in the, in, on your uh, 3DS or your Wii U, and you can still download the original Dreamland games. They're only a few bucks. I think they're totally worth it. Mm. Uh, yeah, Dreamland 3 is free. Well, not free because you have to pay for the expansion pack, but it's on Switch uh, online. Mm-hmm. So I encourage anyone who hasn't played it or who overlooked it, check it out. I feel like it's an underrated game. Yeah, it's absolutely worth it. And if you do already have a an online expansion pack, like you said, it's free. You've got nothing to lose. So definitely check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's one of the it's one of the classics, even though it's underrated. It's definitely one that should be played by. Kirby fans, if they haven't already, but platforming fans as well. Yeah. And there's other games too on the, you know, there's, there's superstars on there. And uh, what's that mini golf one I was talking about? I, I forget the name of it. That's on there too. Yeah. And do you uh, notice there's like a special edition version of some games now? Yeah. It basically kind of, well, I don't know specifically with Kirby, but I, I know with other ones like, um, like Zelda, like you start off with like max rupees and like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you get the good, you good shield, good ring, you know, yeah. Sword. yeah. It kind of speeds up the process. Yeah. And I, I wasn't sure with Mario cause I tried uh super Mario world. I'm like, oh, what's this special edition thing? And it's, I think you've completed all the levels. I only walked around the first couple of maps, but it looked like they're all completed, even their secret levels. So I think you can just go into any level you want. But I'm not sure yeah. what the point of that is. And with the Kirby one, I think I did start that. And I think you, again, have completed all the levels. So you I can kind of just... you're right. You can that choose actually, where you play. Yeah. That rings a bell because I think for Kirby's Adventure, which we didn't talk about much today, that'll be a different uh, show. But I think for that, when I check that out, it gives you access to basically any level. Mm. So if you don't want to play through the game like... Uh, in a linear fashion, like if you just want to revisit favorite stages, like from your childhood or, or just kind of jump around and see what, you know, it's all about, mm. you know, I guess that's a good, it's a good option to have. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't know when they became available. I didn't notice them recently. I thought, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it's just another option. I mean, it's not that Kirby games are hard, but, mm. um, you know, for, for young kids, you know, who maybe don't have the dexterity or, you know, who didn't grow up with like Mario type games or whatever. Yeah. It true. might be a good way for them to, to get a taste. Yeah. That's cool. More choice is always a good thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And with Kirby, there's a lot over 30 and we're hoping yeah. to talk about, 
talk about them. Well, not all of them, but all the mainline ones at least. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It certainly, he started strong with this trio, the Dreamland trilogy. And uh, yeah, anything else you wanted to to mention or say? or Just that I'm looking forward to um, what Kobe has in store for us next year and in the future. And I'm really glad that he's been going strong for 30 years. I think that's that says something. You know, these a lot of these games, some of them, you know, like, I mean, Mario's obviously popular. Legend of Zelda's popular. They've got games all over the place. But some other series in Nintendo's catalogue, have very big gaps, you know, like uh, Kid Icarus or oh. I don't know, something like that. It's just, it's nice that, well, it's it's good that Kirby is is popular and uh, they're still making games that are fresh. I mean, even Kirby's, mm. uh, dream, what was it, Dream Buffet, the one that came out on the Switch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was different. It was very Fall Guys-ish, but it was fun. And just that's the thing with Kirby and Nintendo, I suppose, in a way just trying to keep things fresh and make, make new experiences for players that look good and play well and just keep you entertained. So here's to yeah. more, 30 more years of Kirby. Can you imagine yeah. in 60 years, us doing another podcast or 30 more years doing another podcast for the 60th we'll anniversary. Uh, welcome to the pure Nintendo podcast. <laughs> uh, it's funny. You mentioned Kid Icarus, uh, the last Kid Icarus game also done by, by Sakurai. <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, there you go. Little fun fact. Yeah, okay. I did not know Uh, that. (laughs) Yeah, that was, yeah, he moved on from Kirby to a a little Kid Icarus and then a lot of Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, very busy. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, this was was fun. And um, again, just to remind people who are listening, uh, we're going to be jumping around a lot. We're going to be talking about um, first generation Pokemon next episode that's going to be fun i think we're going to have a, a few more faces mm-hmm. um, or voices because uh, yeah <laughs> uh, and then we're going to be jumping back to mario and then we're going to be jumping back to kirby to uh continue our 30 year uh, anniversary celebration so there's a good variety hopefully you like all of them but uh you know even if one of them's not your your series or franchise uh, hopefully we have enough to entice you to come back and give us a listen and uh, certainly don't, you know, to check us out on purenintendo.com to keep up with reviews. We have a new issue coming out. Uh, stay tuned for news on that. And uh, obviously, Gemma, uh, you know, you're active not just with KoopaCast, but also uh, the Pure Nintendo podcast. So you yes. want to talk a little bit about that real quick? Yeah, we do our weekly podcast. Um, usually it's out on a Friday, talking about all things Nintendo, including, yeah, latest reviews, news. Uh, games we're playing so that's a regular series that we're doing uh that, that sort of goes hand in hand with the special cooper car series so yeah check us out we're on all the you know spotify uh apple music amazon blah blah blahs so <laughs> um, <laughs> give us a listen and uh yeah let us know what you think a lot of amiibo uh talking yeah. about podcast yeah. <laughs> that's what i wanted to ask you i'm gonna i'm gonna steal a little bit from the podcast sure. what do you have for kirby amiibo <laughs> oh i think i've only got the one i've just got the one kirby amiibo um the, which one because there's more than one kirby the one on the star oh that's the one i have too i yeah. think that came with uh planet robobot yeah yeah 
So <laughs> I know there's like, there's a lot more this. And I say this all the time. There's so many, you know, each series has like animal crossing has a lot. Mario has a lot. Zelda has a lot, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And obviously Kirby has a lot, which I have yet to acquire. So <laughs> just the one at the moment. <laughs> Here's a little, I'm going to end with a little fun story. Well, it's not even that fun, but it is a story. <laughs> okay. I, um, I also have star Kirby and I wanted to get, uh, there, there's, I think, four that came out at the same time. There's Meta Knight, mm -hmm. uh, DDD, and Waddleby. Mm -hmm. And I had actually ordered Meta Knight and DDD. And, I, yeah, I placed an order. They were in my cart, paid for it, and checked out. And um, so I was waiting around. I'm like, where's my where's my order? And I looked, and it didn't <laughs> actually process. Oh, no. They never took the out for some reason. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. But by the time I realized that, like a week had gone by, and then like a bill came in and I'm like, oh, I can't be spending whatever, <laughs> oh. 30 bucks on Amiibos or whatever it was. Yeah. And so I never out. actually did get them. Oh, no. And that would have been cool. Yeah. They were like almost in my, my hand, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're just one of those quirks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen them around. So I think they're a little harder to get now, which is, yeah, probably not what you want to hear. But <laughs> It's funny. You know, I look at amiibo or, or even games like um like especially like like 3ds because the shop's closing up and mm. i'm like man i should have grabbed this game when it was on the shelf or however many yeah. bucks because now they're like oh i feel like it's, it's like that kind of every generation though like mm. games or merchandise like you know especially yeah, with nintendo stuff nintendo yeah. stuff really seems to hold some good value so it does yeah that's true yeah, exactly. The solution yeah. is just grab everything <laughs> that you can afford and yeah, buy it when you see it. Some things you can't afford. I know a lot of people do that. <laughs> I'm not advocating debt, but no, <laughs> a lot of we try to do it within reason, <laughs> within a lot of, within your means. <laughs> a lot of good stuff out there, and certainly a lot of good Kirby stuff that we'll be talking about, and and Mario and Pokemon and. Everything and everything, but hey, thanks a lot, Gemma, for uh, for being with me and even My just pleasure. the two of us. I think it was fun. Yeah, thank you. No, definitely a fun conversation. Yeah, always happy to chat <laughs> with you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll catch everyone in the next one. Thanks. <laughs>